stretching. You sweating to the oldies over there, cuz? I did do a workout this morning. Hey, good for you. Speaking of working out, I was stretching this morning. And? Like stretching to get out of bed? or No, like I was stretching my shirt to put it on. My number two <laughs> podcast shirt that I picked up by going to campfirepod.com slash merch. That's campfirepod, C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com. Click on the shirt. It'll take you to Amazon where you can choose from any number of shirts that we've designed. And if you stick around on Amazon and buy anything else, we might make a small commission at no extra charge. How does it's, that feel to you, cuz? It feels freaking awesome. Freaking Do awesome. It. Do Support it. the show. Thank you. Hi, I'm Lourdes. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Unless they want to learn something about life. Right, this may not be suitable for children. And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. I still don't think our family or friends listen to that little disclaimer at the beginning. I don't either. I think it's called selective hearing. They probably just fast forward it and say, let me listen to this show and get pissed off today. Yeah, when I used to live with your sister and we would watch, uh, what were we watching? Uh, uh, Walking Dead. They would fast forward through the opening credits all the time. And that drove did me you, crazy. I, I love, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the stuff I'm interested in, the work that I do, I, that stuff is right up my alley. The motion graphics, the visuals. What, we're talking over some music. That was somebody's pet peeve from last last time's list, remember? Talking over music. Talking over music and um, laughing for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not funny. Uh, yeah, that, they that, don't understand. Yeah, I mean, it just it makes no sense. Hey, we're Mexican too. Don't forget that. That wasn't on anybody's pet peeve list, but they probably just don't listen to Mexican podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of being Mexican. Speaking so, of being Mexican, this is episode 50. Hi, yeah, 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 we yeah, finally yeah. made it, and we've only been doing this for more than a year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you because I just wanted to get that out there because we have a huge celebration plan. I know. Be fireworks. We're going to have celebrity Piñatas. guests. Piñatas. Dulce. Horchata, for real? I love that stuff. It took me a long time to realize how Mexican I was, but when I drank that and liked it, I'm like, I'm fucking Mexican for sure. <laughs> Por <No>. vida. <laughs> Viva and, and by the way, all that stuff I just said was a lie, except for being Mexican and liking it. We do not have any fireworks. <laughs> there will be no celebrity guests, no piñatas, no dulce, no, unfortunately, no horchata. I said or because I like to not pronounce my H's. Yeah, um, but... There's this snow cone place, um, and they make horchata snow, snow cones. cones. Yes. Because are you changing my life right now? <laughs> yeah, I personally haven't had one, but when you do make it into town, I'm going to have Isabel and Priscilla treat you to the <laughs> snow cone place so you can, you can tell us firsthand what your thoughts and feelings are towards the horchata snow cone. <laughs> Orchata. Orale. <laughs> <laughs> Do you anyway. want? Here's how I picture it since I don't pronounce the H in that, even though I know you're supposed to. I speak my own Spanish because I can't speak your Spanish. 
Well, we speak Spanglish. We do speak Spanglish. Hey, cuz somebody's calling me right now. Oh my goodness, it's mom. Hang on. I apologize. Hey, wait, just one second, mom. You're a special guest on episode 50 of number two podcast. Oh, I didn't know y'all were recording. That's okay. Can you be a special guest right now, or is this a personal phone call that shouldn't be recorded? No, it was just about my iPad. Well, well, you know what? We were thinking about introducing a tech segment, so let's call this Tech Talk with Mama Tello. What? You know the home button you press? Yes. It won't work. It won't go. It doesn't move anymore. Okay. I need you to hold the power button down until it turns off. Okay. And while we're waiting on that, let me just go ahead and... broken. I think it's pretty cool. I like her little setup. Did you hear that, Mom? No, I didn't hear anything. Oh, well, hang on. Lord, this, Lord, this say Aunt, something. Aunt Becky, can you hear me? No, she can't. I don't hear her either. How about now? Aunt Becky? No, nothing. <laughs> well, this is going to work out great. <laughs> Well, Eric, you just ask the questions. I'll just sit back and listen. Did she power it off? <laughs> where are we in this process, Mom? It was. I said, where are we in the process of the thing powering down? It, it's off. All right, turn it back on. And while it's coming back on, I want to ask you a question. Okay. And I don't mean to take you off, catch you off guard, but this is what I should have talked to you about the day that we recorded the podcast together. And it didn't dawn on me till afterwards. Do you mind if I ask okay. you? Do you mind if I ask you some questions about family history? Um, on the night that I was conceived, how was that mood set? How was what? How was the mood set? Was there dinner and dancing, little drinking? Was it hot? Did they have AC? Yeah, Lord just wants to know if it was hot. Was there AC? What's that? There wasn't air conditioning. There wasn't any dining, dancing, drinking. So y'all were bored? (laughs) Y'all didn't have anything else to do? (laughs) So I wasn't born of a romantic night. No. <laughs> it was just y'all were too broke to go out and have a good time? Well, I don't know. We just didn't. <laughs> so they just did it? <laughs> so so y'all just did it, is what Lord this said. That's about the size of it. <laughs> uh, Lord said, what was the size of it? No, she didn't say that. <laughs> I don't want to know that answer. Eric, it came back on, but it's still not, the button's still not working. Oh, no. Okay. Um, if it came back on and the button's still not working, I 
don't know. Are any of your apps working? Well, I can't get to them because it's on the homepage. It has the time and the date. So, what are you what are you looking at right now? Well, it's just blank right now. But when you press the home button, nothing happens. Is it time and the date come out? And when you press it again. And then it doesn't last very long. It won't press again. Is it charged up? Oh, now it did. Wait, now it did. Let me see. It okay, the apps are up. Is her hands wet or do they have well, cream you on? on? Well, is the home button working now? No, not just, really. Just, just press an app. I pushed it to Instagram. Okay. And you want to tell everyone what your Instagram is so they can follow you? Okay, what? What your Instagram is so everyone can follow you? Aunt All, Becky. Aunt Becky. What's the rest of it? Mom? Do what? What's the rest of your Instagram name? Is it Aunt Becky 49? That's the one. Aunt Becky 49. Follow her on Instagram. She okay, posts. this time it clicked. Okay, so it's working now? I don't know. I'm going to find out again. I'm going to hit Netflix and see what happens. Well, I mean, when you press the home button, it should take you out of Instagram. By the way, Mom. Yeah. Lord, this is laughing huh? at you. Lord, this is laughing at you. I'm not Smart ass. <laughs> tell her what? She can hear you. you tell not, her directly. Aunt Becky? No, not, no, no. Mom can't no. hear you, Laura. This. Mom, you can tell Laura this directly because she can hear you. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing. Eric, you're talking smack. She said because she can't believe you can't press a simple button. No, I did not. Well, that simple button doesn't want to work. Eric. You better tell your mama I'm not doing it. She said, well, then press it harder. <laughs> Duh. Well, did you want me to take a hammer to it? She said I mean, maybe two or choice. three. <laughs> oh, she said that's your choice. Dang. Cause... No, Eric, you were, your mom's going to get... Her, she seems to forget we, she lives in the same town I live in. Cuz, what do you say about that? Talking shit about my mom I behind her not. back because she can't hear you. Aunt Becky, I am not saying that. One of those rude, awful. Tell me, wait till I listen to the podcast and she's all tough. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for her to listen to it. She said, well, How would you feel if she just came down there and paid you a visit after the podcast <laughs> and you cooked for her? Tell her I got molded right now. I had to stick in the freezer because I didn't know what to do with it. See, food brings everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> Is all right. Hang on, wait. Um, do I have this set up? <clears throat> Is the home button working now? Not really. <laughs> when you say not really does that mean it's not working at all or it's working but it's a little bit more difficult than before doesn't 
It doesn't. It makes the clicking sound when I press it, but it doesn't change the page. Okay. Well, uh, I that doesn't sound like anything that I can solve over the phone. I think you might have to take it to be looked at, which is not going to be cheap. Well, that's why I'm not going to take it. Well, um, I would have, next time the kids are over, I would have them take a look at it to see if they can figure out what's going on because uh, if if it's not working like that, there's nothing I can do. Maybe that maybe they can figure something out by looking at it, but that's. Did they spill? Was something spilled on it? Okay. Or? Uh, Lord, just wants to know if anything was spilled on it. Did it get wet in any way? No. Okay. Well, one more thing I can try and see if it works is if you at the same time hold down the power button and the home button, it'll do a full reboot. A, a full software reboot and everything. See if that works. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll do that after I hang up with you. Well, we got to know what, what... We can't leave our audience waiting. This is episode 50. months a big episode. Okay, well, hold on. I'll do it now. Now, while we're waiting on that, the night that Chalo was conceived, was that a romantic night? Was there dinner, dancing, maybe a few drinks? I did. No, I'm not. I, what? No, it wasn't. Was there any romance? Yeah, no, so so. <laughs> it sounds like Chalo and I were both born out of boredom. Eric, it says slide the power off. Go ahead and slide it. Yes. Was it just the heat of the moment type of conceiving a child? Lord, is that? What? Do I keep pressing the button? No, once you slide it to power off, let go of it. Okay. But Lord has asked a good question. Was it just uh, an, in the heat of the moment, uh, conceiving a child sort of thing? Yeah, with you, we had been talking that night, and that was it. What were y'all talking about? Just different things. And it just y'all just got swept up by the heat of the moment. Well, yeah, there was no AC. I'd say yes. So, what was it uh, when Chalo was uh, conceived? Were y'all talking about anything, or was it just like uh, no. there's nothing good on TV? It was just... No, it wasn't nothing like that. But, but when y'all were talking the night that I was conceived, was it like sweet talk? Or were y'all just talking about other stuff? And you're like, hey, you know what? Just talking about life in general. So it's like a deep conversation. Y'all were connecting soul to soul, so to speak. Yeah. That's kind of sweet. Did, did at that time, did she feel like she and, loved him? And, uh, that's when uh, we still live in that little garage apartment. There was no air conditioning. We slept with the windows open because it was upstairs. And uh, what was your question again, Cuz? Um, did like looking, thinking back now. I mean, thinking now, she may look back and say, "Well, that really wasn't love." But at that time, did she feel like she like was in love with them, or? Oh, Lord, just want to know if you were in love with the. Were you in love with him at the moment? At that moment, with who? With Jaime. 
Yeah. With my father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Clearly, you can. I mean, you can hear the love in her voice when she says, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, because we all might say we love we loved some we love somebody, and then when we're done with them, we're like, "I really didn't love that person." <laughs> Laura, this is talking about all the guys she slept with that she thought she was in love with, but turned out afterwards that she wasn't. There are not a and lot. She of just guys. wanted. She wanted to know if she out. had that in common with you. And she says there wasn't that many, but she's counting on her second hand right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, T- turn the we iPad. Tell her we all, we all do things that we never expect that we're going to do. What do you I, say about that, cuz? I always, I mean, I, I think I have had one or two moments where there's no AC and it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she say? Th- there's been one or two moments where there wasn't any AC and it just happens. <laughs> 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 All right, Mom, turn your iPad back on and let's hope for the best here. If it doesn't work, then I'm I'm sorry. I failed you as a son yet again. Okay, let me try it back on. Poor thing. It's already old. Well, you need to tell my brother to buy you a new one. The next model. Hey, look, he bought you that one. Who expected that? Yeah, well, that was a surprise. I know. You should have seen the look on your face. That was the best Christmas I think you ever had. And all I could have... Wait, wait, wait. You let me know how much you paid. Oh, shit. Damn it, Chala. Why would you do that? (laughs) Well... All I could afford that year was the the case that you put it in. <laughs> so he bought you the and awesome gift. Yeah, and that case I still is have the same case. And that case is falling apart now. It could be the case. And now Lord this is blaming the case. She's like, you didn't even give your mom a good gift cuz now it's breaking your iPad. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is real good. <laughs> You're right. Well, it it, it kind of works. Kind of works. So that's what you said last time, and it turned out it didn't work. So. And then your message, how you send the to watch the listen to the podcast. Yes. It came it came out too. Okay. Well, that's a really old one because I haven't sent one in a couple of weeks. All right, so that's all popping up. Is the home key working now? I put it on Facebook. Now what happens when you press the home key, the home button? It finally went off. I had to push it three different times. Uh, All right, well, it's kind of working. Let's call this a partial success. And uh, when the kids come over, have them look at it. And let's hope for the best. Lord, this what do you have to say? What do you have to say to mom about that? Why don't you put a sock in it? Alright, she said good luck, mom. Partial success and some you. success. What'd you say? And I know that you don't like to hear this name, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Martha and Matthew came and cut my grass. About time. That's the <laughs> least they could do for you. Well, Marva anyway. Matthew, you well, know. she had to get a lawnmower first. 
But she got one, right? Yeah, she called uh, her ex, and uh, he told her to come get it, and then she had to take it to a shop, and they fixed it for really not... It was really inexpensive, and it, she, her and Matthew cut the whole yard. Well, that's good. I'm glad... And thank you for sharing that with our number two podcast audience. And is there? Well, any- I was just saying it because it was La Marta. <laughs> well, thank you. That Only- just brought bad luck to our show. <laughs> yeah, Mom. This is episode fifty. This is supposed to be a big celebration. How could you speak? You know whose name? Who's not allowed on this show because she ruins it? Well, I just wanted you to know that she did a kind deed for me. Yeah, so she could get back on the show. <laughs> well thank you for sharing that story with our audience uh, who who helped cut the yard again what was her name I'll give it one more chance Matthew. who Matthew. Matthew and who was the other person Martha alright well thank you mom uh, I hope your iPad starts working properly but uh, next time they come over just have them take a look at it too because there's nothing else I know to do about that other than maybe try to lower this suggestion and take it out of the case and try it and see if the case is pressing something somewhere else that, that might be impeding it. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. No pun intended. Well, thank you. All right, Mom. Thank you for okay. being a special uh, surprise guest on Number Two Podcast, and thank you for telling the stories of the night that Chalo and I were both conceived. I'm sure there's nothing weird about me asking that question, right, cuz? You're a psychologist. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, Mom. I love you. Hi, Aunt Becky. Oh, Lord, I love her, too. Oh, I love her, too. She loves you, too, Mom. Did she bite her tongue? No, but she did cross her fingers. (laughs) No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. No, no. She loves you, Mom. All right. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm glad you got to be on episode 50. Special episode. All right. right. Bye. Bye. Bye, Mom. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you <was> shut <laughs> your face. That was my mom's surprise guest. I got to get this guest phone call thing working because that would have been so much better if you could have spoken directly to her. She's going to believe that I actually was saying rude things. <laughs> She'll hear it back later. She, she's our number one fan. She's number one fan of number two podcast. She started number two <laughs> podcast fan club. She's the only one who joined. Besides um, Caleb at Kroger's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to Caleb. What's up, Caleb? Thanks for listening. Oh, goodness. Uh, that was if, his name, right? I think so. Oh, great. Yeah, and I was having lunch the other day at a restaurant and... I could overhear these two guys talking about starting a podcast. And, you know, I keep certain things and separate you were like, from I'm my a work. Podcast expert. Ask me whatever you need. Here are my rates. <laughs> Not only am I a professional podcaster, because we've made $6 through our Amazon shirts. <laughs> I'm being generous when I say that. I'm a professional podcaster, I'm also a podcast consultant. Well, I did not even approach them, but I was so tempted to. You didn't want them to get starstruck. I got you. Well, and I didn't have my shirt on, but I. I Your lucky I'm number two start, podcast shirt. Yes, I'm gonna start wearing that shirt underneath my work clothes, 
like Superman. And so when I go into a joint, I just like pull it open. So when you're smoking a joint, you can pull it open. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was funny. Man, I love your mom. That was too cute. I do too. So, but yeah, speaking of you relationships. Just, yeah. What about them? So, um, I was talking to a close friend of mine and she was just sharing some stuff with me. Was it and about the night her kids were conceived? Because <laughs> no. there's nothing weird about that. <laughs> I, I actually wanted to ask my mom how they how she met my father, but I thought it would be funnier to ask an awkward question. I didn't think she was actually going to answer that. And <laughs> yeah. Do you remember yeah. the night? Well, hang on. Before you get into your story, do you remember the nights that your kids were conceived? Like, can you... Mm, I think I remember... You know, I, I can narrow it down to a couple of weeks because we were banging so much, that sort of thing. <laughs> no, I I pretty much remember when little Luis was, but as far as the girls. Because uh, that was when uh, the back of the car, right? No, that was <laughs> when we were outside of the car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Disgusting. Um, but no, I really, someone's actually asked me that before. And she was telling me that, like, she could, it was like what you were describing. It was a romantic night. They had dinner. They had flowers. They had candles, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm like your mom, man. There was no AC. There was nothing to do. We were just talking. (laughs) Hey, man, it's hot in here. Yeah, it is. Ooh. You got a nice little sheen on you with a little, little layer of sweat going on there. Makes you look all kind of nice and shiny. Yeah, you too. You look kind of cool, actually. Uh, Let me open the window because maybe let some air in. Yeah, and then the air blows in, your hair blows in the wind. Oh, Charlie's Angels, what's up? Speaking of Charlie's Angels, see what's on TV. Oh, nothing's good on TV. Uh, you want to read a book? No, let's we got just no talk books. about We got life. some magazines. You want to talk about life? Oh, man, we have so much in common. Oh, my gosh. What if they were both high? Damn it, why didn't you ask that? Gosh, I just thought of that. I bet your mom had just rolled up a big sweet one. <laughs> you shut your face. Hello? Are you drinking on that's, the show again? I'm drinking water. That's <laughs> that's why there was nothing to do. They were, they were stoned out of their mind. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. How many of your kids were conceived when you were stoned out of your mind? Not one, because my husband is not a smoker. I'm not a smoker either. Let's just put that out there. I got you, cuz. If the opportunity presented itself, I don't know what I would do. No, I got you, cuz. <laughs> eh? 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 Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, that that brings me back to what we were talking about, relationships. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're a smoker... That might put you in a fantasy world, right? Well, I mean, some people say I'm a smoker. I'm a joker. I'm a midnight toker. <laughs> I get my loving on the run. Is that a song? Some people call me the space cowboy. I don't know Some the call me the gangster of love. Is that the Beatles? Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompous of love. You don't know it? No. 
I'm way off. People like... talk about me, baby. They say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Quit touching your microphone. Sorry, I'm sorry. But don't you know? I don't remember the rest of it. But it goes, I'm a smoker. I'm a joker. I'm a midnight toker. I get my loving on the run. Ooh. Ooh. Come on, man. Steve Miller Band. This is Space Cowboy. Yes. Ah, I found it. Steve Miller Band. Come on. Found. You found it. So anyway, relationships. And, and fantasies. Um, I listened to this other podcast and it's actually, it's a dark subject. I'm not trying to bring it down, but I feel like because your mom brought up that name, it's it took us down, a, it's going to take us down a dark path. Yes. <laughs> but. La Marta. The darkness that dwells in the souls of men. <laughs> if you feed one, they never go away. Well, <laughs> I find it very funny that she called her ex and got a lawnmower. <laughs> you can stay friends with your ex. You can, but it was broken. <laughs> he gave her a broken lawnmower. Well, he doesn't love her anymore. <laughs> they're they're broken up. They're exes. <laughs> so I'm like, broke I mean, <laughs> that was that was funny. Anyway, when reality when your dreams become fantasies. Does that make sense? When your dreams become fantasies. Right. Please explain. When you start, when you have your a dream or a goal and you start comparing that maybe to someone else or something else, then it distracts you from your actual, your actual goal and it turns into a fantasy which is basically setting yourself up for failure. Can you give me more of a concrete example? Because I'm not 100% following you. I think I have an idea, but I don't really know. Let's take women. I will take women, yes. <laughs> that read those um, romantic novels with the men on the With Fabio on the covers. The long like, flowing hair, the giant muscular pecs. Right. Abs for days. Right. And somehow a pirate. So a lady might, or someone might say, this is the kind of man I want. This is the kind of man that I need in my life. Well, she's already compared, you know what I'm saying? Like she's, that's never going to happen because they don't exist. Well, Fabio exists. He's, is he not married? I don't know. He's already taken. You did something. Yeah, I turned my microphone off for a second to adjust my mic stand because I don't want to make noise, but I realized I cut myself off in the middle of a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Fabio is married or not. It's been a long time since I talked to him. I lost his phone number the last time I got a new phone, and we just kind of lost touch. He doesn't Facebook anymore, so. I mean, how many horses does he have? um, I'm going to guess at least one. That's not the same horse in all those books. I don't think he provides his own horses on those books, especially when he's playing a pirate. Exactly. How many pirates do you know ride real. horses? It's not real. So anyway, yeah, my, I, I get my, what you're saying. And, same, and so, same thing with like, we talked about like magazine covers. If you're looking for a woman who looks like that, 
You're not going to find it because that woman on the cover is made up of like three or four different women photoshopped together. Their eyes have been like digitally moved and enhanced and stuff to make that perfect image. It's not going right. to happen. Yeah. And, and so this is where I'm at right now with all that. Okay. I have you a dream. You want a pirate, Fabio? No. I have oh. a dream of having a butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And it's turned into a fantasy because I see women that naturally have them or I see women that have cosmetically obtained them. Uh, I see all those women too. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. And, and, And I want one. So I went to the gym this morning and I worked out. There's not much happening back there. I'm just gonna be honest. Well, so what are you saying? Are you giving up on that goal, or has that goal been been uh, been evaded by a dream that's now a fantasy? I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, because now I'm thinking, in order to get that, I need to go have cosmetic surgery. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before. No, you don't. You don't need cosmetic surgery on your ass. You realize it's going. You're going in for surgery. An elective surgery where something bad could happen to you and you could leave your f- entire family behind all because you wanted an ass. Yes. What happened to that? <laughs> what? Huh? And that's, you're okay with that. Well, it's not just the butt. What they'll do is they'll take it from some of my stomach and they'll insert it and then give me like a little lift. They're going to put your stomach in your ass. Yes. Why don't you just sit on your stomach? <laughs> it's impossible. I've already tried. <laughs> what happened to that fake butt making underwear you bought? I haven't worn them because they're too tight because my stomach's <laughs> got big. <laughs> Damn it, cuz. <laughs> but I'm going to work on that. I, I still don't know. I'm not completely convinced. Um, I talked to some people and they're like, go for it. <laughs> just How do it. How about this? How about you continue the exercises and you build your body up to be strong and healthy. And if you grow a butt, fantastic. If you don't, it's just not meant to be. It's not your body type. But I can't, I have a problem with wearing certain types of clothes. It's You're like bad. also 39 years old, about to be 45 years old. Yeah, so? So I'm assuming these clothes you have problems wearing uh, are clothes that accentuate your butt. Or or show it off in some way, because you're you're a mother. If I I you're know, old. you're losing it. Quit trying to grasp at it. This is this is sad and desperate. This reeks of desperation, and I that's, know you. You're not that person. That's where I'm telling you it's an issue out there of people that have dreams, and then it turns into a fantasy, and they lose focus on their actual individual dreams because they're comparing themselves or their dreams and goals to other people, and they're like, oh, I want to be like him, or I want to be like her, or why can't I have that? I thought this was going to be something like how my goal is to be a writer-director, like a career goal or a life goal. I didn't know it was going to be about your ass. I can't help it because... Too much of this show has revolved around your ass. I want to put your ass on hiatus as a topic of this show. Can we well, do that? We can, but um, the beginning of our episodes, 
I did have a fissure. <laughs> well, we didn't know that. We thought you had hemorrhoids. <laughs> well, we did. I mean, we, we I, just to put that. So I imagine, do... imagine how difficult that would have been to treat had there been more cushion back there. I don't know. <laughs> that part would have been a little tough, but I don't know. Can we change the subject, please? Sure. What else were we talking about? What happened to that relationship talk? That was pretty much it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I obviously I made a kind of little joke out of it, but because mine is my butt, and I'm, I realize that that's probably a fantasy that I have. I would like a not nice so ass, much. too, but I'm not willing to go through surgery to get it or do the exercise to get it. Well, I'm hoping that my daughters and my sister will continue motivating me um, and allowing me to go with them to the gym. This was the that's, first time I went. so Yeah, and that's good. I, I would encourage that. I mean, I, I told you I stretched this morning. Yeah, I, I put my, my T-shirt yoga, <laughs> before I put, I put my it yoga, on. my yoga mat on the floor like two or three times this week because and I was you, so stressed from work. And you sat and down I, and had a nice little picnic on it? Nice. Yeah, like one day it was like just... Had some wine and some just cheese. A, just a couple of minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I did yoga. <laughs> That's the way I used to do yoga. I would try to do the downward dog and then I would just do the dead man relay on the floor. I'm like, oh man, yep, I'm good at this. Downward dog, no. Dead man, yes. I'm like, why I'm, while I'm down here, should I just like try to do some crunches or leg lifts? And I did like you're maybe like, I'll try. I did I did maybe like three or four, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm feel done. the burn." <laughs> I'm done. And then you rolled on your side and saw under your bed, and you're like, look at all those dust bunnies. <laughs> oh my gosh! While my mother in law was here, she said that she cleaned under my bed because it was so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Seriously? Well, cause you got to clean your bedroom. I you're a grown do. woman. How do you tell I, your kids to clean their room when you don't even keep your own room clean? I do. Or you I tell just, them, or when they get in trouble, you're like, "Go clean my room." I fix my uh, bed every day. Well, two days I didn't. Priscilla fixed it for me. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I feel like well, I'll just give her something to do. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So how'd that turn out? Y'all took her back home, right? Yeah, we took her back home. Um, so now met. you're less stressed? Yes. Good. Yeah, it does make a difference. Like, I know I get, I was talking to Luis and people, and I get super stressed because I deal with the hormone issue and then whatever else is going on, work, family, whatever. And when she's here, I know she means well. And I have to learn to separate and not react off of my PMS or whatever it is I'm going through. PMS. And I walked, yeah, I walked into the kitchen one night. You know what I think it is? You told me this one time, and I want you to think back to it. Because why are you so mean to your mother-in-law? I'm just not a nice person. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> but... She had served a glass of milk. Okay. Okay. She's like four foot nothing. She was wiping down the kitchen, whatever. And I walk in and she has her cup of milk. And she kind of sees me from the corner of her eye. 
And I guess she thinks that I don't see her. Because sometimes, you know, she camouflages. (laughs) (laughs) And she's so short, you almost step on her sometimes. (laughs) And she puts her cup of milk down on the counter quickly and puts it behind uh, my slow cooker. I had a slow cooker on the counter because we were making some. Anyway, she puts it behind the slow cooker. To warm it up? She likes some warm milk, but not too warm? Yeah. So I wouldn't see it. (laughs) Well, probably because last time you saw her with a cup of milk, you slapped it out of her hand and then made her clean up the mess (laughs) with her tongue. Because. Was she she afraid you were going to tell her she couldn't have the milk? I don't know, but I'm thinking like. Because what do you, how do you treat your mother-in-law that she doesn't even feel like a guest in your home? That's what makes me feel so bad. And and it it gets to me, like it gets under my skin because I'm like, okay, you've been, I've been with your son 20 years. You it was hot last us. night. You probably heard what happened. <laughs> we didn't have any AC. <laughs> and Nothing good was on TV. And I'm like, I had already you know, read all the magazines in the house. Tu casa es mi casa. You, you sweep my dirty room. You just said, <laughs> oh, I'm going to play psychologist here. You just said your house is my, ca- my house. Not yeah. my house is your house. It's supposed to be mi casa es su casa. Yeah. But you said, you said, tu casa es mi casa. It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Because you feel at home in her house, but you did not, you didn't say that she should feel at home in your house. She should feel at home at my house. But that's not what you said. I just word, you know how I am with words and phrases. (laughs) I know how you are with words and phrases. uh, I think they call that a Freudian slip. Well, that's when you say one thing, but you mean your mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, there's a business here and it's, it's had a little, loud, little, I'm just saying <laughs> I flip things around. Like, I don't, I don't know why, but that's what I meant. Uh-huh. Mi casa es tu casa. It's very frustrating, needless to say. Go on. I get irritated. I'm like, she didn't want to use my restroom while I was home. Why? (laughs) Well, you had the other restroom already up and running. No, it was still like when there was, it was so close to being ready, but it wasn't quite, quite ready. I don't know. She just, maybe she just doesn't like you. I think she's afraid of me. Well, she may not like me. Probably because you tracked her down in the house with a knife in your hand. <laughs> no, I think it's because I I like. I'm You're upfront. mean. I'm a, I ask a question like if why why are you putting your milk down behind the slow cooker? You know what she did? She starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is not a laughing matter. <laughs> this is life or death, woman. Why did you put your milk right there? <laughs> answer me and you answer me now i guess it's like you're not a very nice person because i think we just heard your inner dialogue (laughs) i am nice if you you are nice say it say it right now for everyone to hear i am a nice i'm just not a nice person I would tell Luis because he tells me, you're so mean. I'm like, I'm the nicest person in the world. And you turned to Luis and you said, Penocha? No. <laughs> uh, I told your brother he wants to get on the podcast with him, 
Him, Luis, and I think Augustine. That'd be awesome. I'm down for that. That would be pretty funny. Yes. We need to make sure your equipment's working. We can get it all set up at your house. Yeah. Actually, I think I have another mic too. We need we'll to talk about that. that. We'll talk about that off off air. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I went to work out with the kids this morning. It was pretty cool. Great story. It ended with your mother-in-law in tears and she's not even here anymore. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of family tears. and tears and whatnot, how did uh what can you give us an update on that that those gajillions of dollars uh, you won on scratch off tickets with your lucky number two podcast? It it wasn't actually me. I can't take credit for it. It was Luis. But he was wearing his lucky number two podcast shirt. Yes, and I have won, to tell you that won how how much did he win? Um, the first time he won five thousand dollars. The first time. The first time. And the second time. The second time, um, I don't know if he had it on the second time, but I think it was a streak of luck because he wore it for the week like you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah. he had it on that week so it was still it was so much luck it, it runneth over into there the rest of the go. week yeah yeah and he won another thousand dollars his oh snap six grand six grand mm-hmm. yeah so we we uh um we, we post every week when or every time not every week because uh since uh i'm so busy now the uh releases are going to be probably every other week or just whenever we get a chance but uh our friends from 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 the Bronx with love, posted on our Insta. Aha! They listened to the episode. This just made Monday so much better. Also, I'm going to wear my Numb Two podcast shirt next time I buy a scratch off ticket. There you go. Good luck. Good luck from the Bronx with love. Much love from Texas with love. And please share your success. We yes. love to hear about Lotto winnings. Uh, I responded. I was like, uh, we make no guarantees, but if you win, it was definitely the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um those weren't technically my winnings uh, right but i mean y'all y'all share finances that goes all into the same pool of money from which you pool to pay pretty, stuff yeah pretty much um sometimes i think yeah um you told luis tu dinero es mi dinero because you you share and share alike <laughs> like that right just like your home with your mother-in-law <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Because, <laughs> oh my gosh, like we went to the movies. You spent $6,000 at the movies. <laughs> no. Did no, you buy no, popcorn? No. <laughs> it's even worse because they actually sell beer and margaritas oh. there now. So that's pretty bad. Oh, is but, this Sicario? Yeah. You already told us this story. Don't bore me. He made me pay for it. <laughs> that was after the winnings? I can't remember. I uh, think no. so. Oh, no, come on. No, it was on. before the winnings. Okay, so but you can't I you had, can't hold that against him. He no, wanted you to take still. him out on a date. He wanted you to romance him so that <laughs> y'all would come home and be like, damn, it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the AC. <laughs> Turn off the TV. There's nothing good on. <laughs> Open the window. <laughs> so. Let's get shiny. That brings me, yeah, because I noticed like whenever we are needing to buy something and it's online like pizza or movie tickets <laughs> to be exact yes he just like sits there like he doesn't say here's my card and so the other night i was ordering pizza for him and the kids and i'm like okay i was like here's the total he's just sitting there 
And I'm look at him like uh He's like equal rights. <laughs> I respect you as an equal. Pay for this stuff and let's go home. And I look at him, I was like, I didn't know how to say, like, give me your card. And he's like, Oh, 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 okay. okay. Oh, I got it, I got it. Dame la tarjeta. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking back with the movie. And Isabel's like, here, mom, you need to download this app. And she let me use her, her sign in information so she could get the points. Cause we don't go that often. We don't go at all. So I buy the tickets and I'm kind of like waiting. And I say, here, go get my purse. Thinking still, he's like, oh, no, no, here. No. And he did it on purpose. He made me pay for those tickets on purpose. Cause he was like, later on, I brought it up and he was like, well, I bought the popcorn and the beer and the drinks. And I was like, that was like a $100 movie thing. Well, come on, cuz. When you go on a date, you got to go Dutch. You got to show uh, me a quality woman. A hundred bucks. For the movie tickets? It or was for the food? 30 something dollars for the movie tickets. And then with the beers and the popcorn and the drinks, I think it was close to $70. That sounds like a night out at the movies. Dinner and uh, dinner and movie. We yeah. didn't even get dinner. Oh, and ap- no, no. Afterwards, we went to IHOP. So that's where the other part came from. Uh, so, this show is expensive. Well, you got six grand to replace it. Did y'all buy anything? Did y'all do anything crazy with it? Were y'all responsible with it? Um, we want to know. The audience has to know. Well, just to let my audience, our audience members know, um, I'm like, I'm bad with finances. I don't. I'm not going to deny it. Luis, on the other hand, is not. And so when we come into, you know, sums of money like that, um, I don't touch it. <laughs> so it's just sitting in the bank? Yeah. Okay, he was that's... able to replenish what some of what he spent on remodeling the bathroom for the past year. <laughs> Good. All right. Cool. All right. So you you were responsible with it. Mm-hmm. It helped pay for it helped offset some of the costs of remodeling the bathroom. Do you have a door on the bathroom now? Yes. You yes. never sent me any pictures of your mother in law's thighs, by the way, so I guess what I'm trying yeah. to say is thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the restroom does have a Bluetooth speaker and a blue Get well, mira que fancy. And a, and a blue nightlight. Um the nightlight a blue nightlight night isn't it's colored light? Yes. Oh, but mm-hmm. it's not Bluetooth controlled? It is and that's the other thing. It's Bluetooth Why? Why do you need a Bluetooth controlled nightlight? I think, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the girls are the ones that would put their cell phones inside like a big glass cup and they would play their music while they were in the shower. Yeah. Well, their great father thought that it would be a great idea for them to actually not worry about that cup, just Bluetooth connect to the speaker and which is awesome yeah it is awesome except when they decide to take a shower at i don't know 10 30 or 11 o'clock at night and they want to jam and i'm trying to sleep and i hear you know (laughs) they listen to cumbia in there they listen to their uh playlists is all over the place so you could go from adele to tupac to uh what's that bad bunny dude now just cardi b to garth brooks (laughs) wow 
all that, you know. It sounds like your kids have no identity. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, They're I love all kinds of music. Trying to find not, themselves. Trying to find themselves. I got you. No, I, my my music taste is all over the. I I, I used to be just like a, a rock fan, and in the '90s I I was um like a, a gangster rap fan, hip hop. And uh, at some point I was like, you know what? I like some of these cheesy pop songs too. And I don't give a shit what people think. Yeah, I like it. It's catchy. It makes me feel good. I'm a big fan of Umbop. Hanson. Let's get a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm into Chun Li right now by Nicki Minaj. And um, I tried to rap it, but. Can you give us a little sample of that, please? I've already um, I already sang two songs on this podcast so far. You've given me zero. Um, one verse or one line is like he keep on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> he keeps on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. <laughs> okay, so but sing it like she sings it. He keep on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. <laughs> Okay, That's so how now, I think she sings it. Okay, so now I, I see through the video, which I hope this video is good. Uh, can you pretend like you're in a recording studio? Hold one of your uh, headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, cuz. Let me direct this for you. I can't do this. No, I'm not going to do this. Please, just hold one. Like, like you're li- you know what? Take one off your ear. Take okay, one ear off. There she goes. And, She's, and okay, one I'm ear on, get- and then hold it. Like, so, so like you're listening to the, the, the studio yeah, okay, sound? I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. And, and action. Bitch, you've been conned. <laughs> Come on, cuz you're doing great. Let's let's take it. All right. All oh, right wait, I, got, I gotta I gotta get into my Nicki Minaj mode. <laughs> Go for it. Well, I don't know all the lyrics. I just know that he keeps on dialing Nicki like the Prince song. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a totally different, like so many lines, and it's like I'm about to turn around and beat my your chest. Your headphones. Your headphones. Oh, and he's like, she's like, uh, bitch, you been conned. <laughs> <laughs> this is King Kong. <laughs> and who sings this? Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's got some good music out there. Yeah, yeah. That's I like that one a lot. Now, the unclean version says bad words. Like what? Like the F Doo-doo? word. What? Funky? <laughs> yeah. She's like, question, why yeah. is it every time I smell something bad, you're walking by? Funk that. <laughs> no, that's an old song. Pretty much, yeah. I need the passcode. Hold your headphone when you sing it. <laughs> to the mother Wi-Fi. I need to look up this song. I'm not familiar with it. I'm oh my out of gosh, it. I love it. I, I am love it. so out of it because I am. I have become such an old man with music. I rediscovered an old song that I, I wasn't familiar with just a week or two ago. It's by somebody called, or it's a, it's a person or a band called Q Lazarus. Hmm. You ever you ever heard of them? Nope. I've heard of Lazarus, but not Q Lazarus. No, we're not talking about Lazarus from the Bible. We're talking about Q Lazarus. This is from the 80s, an artist from the 80s. And the name of the song is called Goodbye Horses. And I discovered it recently and I got addicted to it so much so that 
I found on YouTube a 10 hour loop of it and I would just put it on at the beginning of the day at work and then every like I couldn't I couldn't keep my headphones on because I have to communicate with other people but every time I put my headphones on it was at some point in that song because it was just constantly on loop because I couldn't get out of my head it was like I was I became obsessed with it it was this one song this one song and it's it's a bit tarnished because I found out that uh, you remember that movie horses no you remember that movie, uh, Silence of the Lambs? Oh my gosh, I've heard this that movie twice this week. It's a sign. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the movie? You yeah. saw it. Okay, remember the guy who wanted to, who was killing women to dress up in their skin to be a woman? That was the mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs man. That was Buffalo Bill. Yeah. yeah, Silence of the Lambs man. That was his real character name. <laughs> Did you see Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, man. How scary was that Silence of the Lambs, man? It puts a lotion in the basket, says the Silence of the Lambs, man. <laughs> so, yes. Carry that on. Guy. So, you know that infamous scene where he tucks his bits and pieces between his legs and is yeah. dancing? Mm-hmm. That's the song he's listening to while doing that. Oh, my gosh. I didn't make the connection because that movie, <gasps> like that scene is so, to me, is so, hey, put your hand down. We'll answer questions in a second. <laughs> We're going to have an interruption. Okay. Do you have to go pee or poop? I have to pee, but wait for it. It's coming. Wait for it. It's about to come. Is it a train? <laughs> yes. What would episode 50 be if we didn't have a special guest train? Special musical guest train, ladies and gentlemen. It didn't blow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will leave out the tasteless joke I could easily make. <laughs> anyway, so when I get your audio man. and I hear a bunch of loud ruckus in the back, it's the train. Okay, thank you yeah. for letting us know. Can you see the microphone moving? Is it from the train? Yeah. Anyway, back on track. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> you said train and now I'm trying to get the show back on track. See what I did there? I know, and I noticed it when you said it's not the case in the case of your mom's iPod. Oh. I <laughs> uh, thanks anyway. for picking up on that one too. So anyway, that I never noticed the song in the background of that of that scene because it's so visual. Like what's going on on screen is so shocking and and just it, it grabs your attention so much everything else all my other senses shut off because i was like what am i seeing right now never put the two together that that song was playing in the background so anyway i've been so obsessed with this song i decided to tuck it and i'm just kidding i didn't do that (laughs) (laughs) wait i have a question yes yes you with your hand up in the first row (laughs) so what triggered (laughs) shut up Silence you and your damn buzzwords. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Like how, what Nothing triggered you? that. I, I heard this, I don't remember how I came across the song. It must have come up randomly on uh, on YouTube because, uh, you know, you, you play something on YouTube and then it, it'll automatically play something as a suggestion as the next thing. Uh, so I was probably, that... I was probably listening to some 80s synth music or something mm-hmm. and this just came up. And I Did was, it oh. reference Silence of the Lambs? Well, when I, after the first time I heard it, I looked at it. I was like, what was the name of that song? Okay, cool. And I 
tried to store it in my memory, but my 40-year-old brain doesn't work like my 39-year-old brain used to, which didn't work like my 38-year-old brain used to, and so on and so forth. So I forgot until it came up again randomly. Why you were I, about to go to sleep or something. No, 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 no. So I, I committed it to memory. I was like, okay, goodbye horses by Q, the letter Q, Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Pretty memorable name. Q mm-hmm. Lazarus. Mm-hmm. So I searched for it and it came up and there was the, there's actually a couple versions. There was like a, a single release, which was, uh, or the original release was like three minutes and something. And then it got popular again after Silence of the Lamb. So there was like an extended version release, which was like six and a half minutes. And then somebody did this 10 hour loop on YouTube and then after that, there was the Silence of the Lambs video. And that's where you've seen did. it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what is the connection with Silence of the Lambs? So I looked it up and I found, I looked up the song, looked on Wikipedia, and it, it told the history of the song and its involvement with Silence of the Lambs. And just to prove that I did do a little more research than, than just that, this artist, Q Lazarus, was discovered by the director of Silence of the Lambs, Jonathan Demi. Don't she was know a, him. She, well, <laughs> you've probably seen other movies. I'm not going to go through his filmography because I don't have it prepared. But the story goes, she moved to New York to pursue a career as a musician. Didn't work out so well, so she drove a cab to help make ends meet. Jonathan Demi gets in the back of her cab one day, and she's like, are you in the music business? He's like, no, not really. She said, well, I want to play you my music anyway. She put in her demo tape with this song on it. And he was like, who are you? And he helped her get signed at an agency, started her career. And then a few years later, he used her song in his movie. And that's how, okay. Why can't we get in a cab and have that stuff happen? Because when's the last time you got in the back of a cab? I don't, I've never been. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why. Just like Scratch Off, you got to be in it to win it. Because the video is showing what you wrote. Just say it out loud. Because I need to take like a minute break. Go ahead. I'll go pee too. Okay. All right. We're going to pause for a second to go pee. All right. And we're back from our pee break. Sorry about that. Yeah. Stuff happens, man. We're old. I, I was drinking coffee and that's just one of I was the- drinking water. That's one of the effects of both. Did I tell you I turned black in my coffee? Like I eliminated the sugar and the creamer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you think it'll ever I, go back? Nope. So you just you drink coffee straight? No. No, nothing to make it sweet or creamy. Nope. Um, at work, I don't add anything. Just straight coffee. How can you, it's so bitter. It's so burnt. How can you how can you enjoy that? I think you were the one that told me many years ago that as we age, like there's a certain time in our life that our taste buds change like every 10 years. Was that it you? It sounds like something me? educated, I would say. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, I was reading this book and it said to get rid of all the sugars to kind of detox your body and so the first Definitely. thing i started with was coffee and um 
it actually was easier than I thought. So when I make my coffee here at home on the weekends, I just add a little bit of cinnamon to it. Okay. But I don't All need right. it. Like, I really don't. Do you still it. drink soda? Because I never drink soda. Oh, I'm sorry. Take that back. Excuse Let me, me. Take that back. Oh, okay, liar. What's up? I'm not a, like, I don't go sit down or say, hey, give me a Coke or give me this to drink while I eat my meal. I'm water, water and lemon all the way. But I will have a uh, carbonated whatever drink with my mixed drinks. So, like, I use squirt, the Mexican squirt. (laughs) Okay. tequila and usually like a half a lime and that's what i make that's what i drink but the squirt give me some tequila and squirt in it (laughs) and and don't forget my lime (laughs) well it gases me (laughs) the carbonation i guess i don't know what it is so i've started to just take like a whole lime and juice, you know, use a whole lime to juice. Tell about lime juice. <laughs> lime juice. <laughs> you never use lemons? No. I haven't Led tried them. Zepp- Led Zeppelin said, squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. <laughs> so I do that. I add a so little bit of water. So I guess Led Zeppelin said that. We'll say Led Mexican said, squeeze my lima till the, the, till the juice runs down my leg. <laughs> Squeeze my lima till the juice runs down my leg. My pierna. Mi pierna. <laughs> anyway, that's my recipe. I moved so, from squirt to, to water, so straight yeah, lime juice. black coffee and tequila, squirt, and lime juice. <laughs> and salt. <laughs> Con sal. And it's quite delicious. I'll take your word for it. I quit drinking like, alcohol years ago. I know my mouth is watering. Oh my goodness, you're a freaking alcoholic! <laughs> Dang it, cuz it's the lime. Like when you talk <laughs> about pickles, your mouth waters. Mine doesn't. <laughs> Mine does. Mine does not. <laughs> Whose mouth waters when they talk about pickles? Wait, actually, <laughs> 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 never mind. <laughs> It does. I'm, you know, I'm I, telling you. I don't like regular sliced pickles on my burgers or sandwiches. But if it's like a if it's like a pickle spear at Jason's Deli or those long sliced pickles at uh Freddy's Frozen Custard, I will tear that shit up. But if it's a sliced pickle, like a regular little round sliced pickle. The hamburger sliced pickle. Yeah, I don't want it. Don't want it. Take that stuff, throw it off, let it slide down the window. <laughs> I love pickles, and I'll eat them plain, whole, speared, sliced, relish Diced. type. Oh, relish! Oh, not stop. sweet. Well, not sweet relish. Just oh yeah, you got to have your relish. standards, obviously. <laughs> oh anyway, my goodness! Yeah. So yeah. Hey, going back to um, our water, our water, our lotto winnings. <laughs> Your waddle linings, yes. And you asked, you know, what we did you with asked. it and everything. Yeah. Uh, it it triggered something. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, I, I want you to get rid of triggered from your vocabulary. Unless there's an actual <laughs> trigger device that you're using to set off some sort of combustible fuel. No. <laughs> Two things on that. 
I was listening to that. It's BTR.org. And it's basically like a support. It's a podcast? Podcast, yeah. Okay. She used Triggered several times in one and of her episodes. that's why I will never listen to that podcast. <laughs> What's it about? It's about... Um, I don't want to say survivors, but it's a support system for people that have, um, are struggling or have struggled with some form of sexual abuse, whether it's in their relationship with their spouse or they have experienced or are victims of. Well, now I feel bad for making fun of this podcast. No, <laughs> I've only listened to about two episodes. And the reason I'm listening to it is because I want to pursue psychology. And a close friend of mine was struggling with something, and I suggested that she look for maybe some type of support group. And she found this BTR.org podcast, and she uh, suggested that I listen to it just to get some thoughts and ideas of how they have helped people manage and deal with certain types of traumatic events in their lives. So did you find it helpful? I've only listened to two and the first one was, I think it was like 20 minutes long and I did find it helpful. The second one was very short. Um, I think less than 10 minutes, maybe I could be wrong, but I think it was less than 10 minutes. And, um, well, I'm I'm assuming they tell the stories of what they went through. Is that what it's, it's not so much like specific details of stories. Um, so far that I've come across, they might share um, a situation. And I think like they find themselves uh, taking the blame or apologizing for a situation that they had nothing that it's, they had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And they really didn't do anything, but it's, it's taking It's a real like victim's mentality. Right. And so um, I, I found it helpful, and hopefully I can listen to a few more or listen to it to to maybe help other people. Or I hope so. You know, so yeah, that was that. But that triggered that. <laughs> 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 but um, I also mentioned while we were talking about the lotto winnings was that I'm not very good with my finances. Right. And, and I, I'm not great with mine either, but I'm getting better. I had, um, and I don't mind sharing this because I'm just whatever. Is it your $6,000 worth of lotto winnings? No. (laughs) But I went through a time in my life where I would say I was doing pretty well with my job and what career at that time and my finances. And so. And how many kids did you have at the time? I had three. And how many kids do you have now? Three. Okay. And, um, but I'm in a different career path now. So anyway, I just still didn't manage my funds well at that time. And I built credit up. I had really pretty good credit. And then I got to a point where I had overextended myself. And this sounds very familiar. Yes. And I began to struggle and I said, well, I'm not going to make it. Because I'm going to need you to stop. This is triggering me and all the debt that I owe. (laughs) I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. 
And I don't know if I can make it through the rest of this conversation. Well, long story short. A really long story. <laughs> Let's make it really short. I've come to a point where I'm going to start focusing on making payments again towards things. Can I, I offer? Looked, go ahead. No, and I sorry. looked at my, my credit score and I was like, well, it's not as bad as I thought. And Can I ask you what it is? You can ask me. I'll tell you what it was when I was like, it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not. It's in between. It was like a 640 something when it Peasant. was a lot higher. It was a lot higher than that. Peasant. So I mine made is, a... Mine put, put yours in the dust. <laughs> and mine isn't nearly as good as mine used to be either. <laughs> so I... And by the way, I'm joking. Call yeah. Me a You're not a peasant. <laughs> You're a future Dr. T. <laughs> it's going to happen one day. So um, I'm working on paying some things off. And I get a notification through my bank because I have it set up to where... I can go in and check my score. And it like dropped. Your credit score went down? Yes. And I've. Shouldn't it be going up? Yeah. But what happened was because this was such an old account, it had gone into a collection agency. Oh. And when I made the arrangements to get it taken care of and paid it off, it showed up as a collection. I don't know how it works, but it went down. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe I should just not pay off my debt. Because, no, no, that's not the way to, to handle it. I know, but still, I'm like, you know, paying off bad debt can actually hurt your credit score. <laughs> well, I mean, you want to pay off all your debt which would bring your credit score down eventually to zero because all credit is, is you borrowing money. And if you borrow money, then you have to pay it back. And what's the point of that? If you can just make your money and pay for what you need, want in cash, save your money. Well, credit also helps the economy. Does it, does having that much debt help the economy? If you think pay about it, it off, right? Yes. Yeah. Or what if you pay it off and then your money is yours and you spend it without having to borrow it and now you're not in debt and you can buy, you can save up and buy stuff. You can, you can buy more stuff because you can afford it now. I know that makes perfect sense. That but when like you would... do not manage your finances, you tend to lean towards credit. I know. And that is a bad thing because you're living beyond your means. Just temporary. No. It's a bad habit that you should not create. And it's a bad habit I am trying to stop, which is why after you finish listening to your depressing BTR.org podcast, (laughs) I want you to look up the Dave Ramsey show. Cash is king. Debt is dumb. And the paid off home mortgage has replaced the BMW as the saddest symbol of preference or choice. I'm actually going to add him to my searched podcasts right now yes it's very inspiring to listen to people who have paid off their debt and are now able to start building wealth for their retirement and saving money for their kids college funds so that when their kids go to school they can pay for it and not have to worry about having that staggering debt haunt them for the rest of their lives you want to buy a car save up the money 
pay yourself instead of paying that money to somebody else for the car pay yourself that money until you can afford it what if the interest rate is so low it's an interest rate you're still paying more than what you're agreeing to pay for that sticker price that final price on the line that is dotted it is you're paying more because I'm listening. My student loans, one of them, right now, I pay $250 a month. So I've been paying on it for a couple of years. So that's like, uh, so you divide it by four, that's about three grand a year. Six grand I've paid over the past two years, $6,000. The needle has moved on on the uh, the principle of that. It's moved maybe a couple hundred bucks. Damn. I have paid somebody $6,000 just for me to owe them $200 less. That that's, That is not, yeah, you don't want that in your life. You don't want no, to create that habit. No, and that's why I think that we need to write a letter to our Congress people about student loan debt. No, we need to start saving our it. money and and learning not to to borrow money. No, we should have free education. Oh, we should. I mean, we that would that would uh, boost the economy if you had an educated workforce. Yeah. I mean, and it's not. It doesn't have to be college. It could be a trade school because not everybody is college bound. Yeah, and if you don't succeed, then you have to pay it back. Sounds like fair. you need to strive. Like let's do it. Ambition. Back have way. forward yeah. movement in your life. Yes. Yeah. But back to what I was saying, even my credit cards. That which I shouldn't have used, but they supplemented my income when I was in a bad spot when I was still in school. I pay a couple hundred bucks a month to those credit card companies. About half of that goes towards interest. So I'm. It's taken me twice as long to get mm-hmm. ahead on those. Right. Okay. So, so let's just stop real quick. Stop. Yeah. You were in a time of your life where you had no extra funds correct so what would you have done had you not had those credit cards i would have i either would have not have been able to afford to live where i was or i would have been forced to try harder than i did it was a safety net that i took advantage of but i and in a moment of desperation that that was my easiest out i probably could have and definitely should have looked harder to find a job, anything that would have brought money in instead of putting extra money out because that's what I was doing, putting extra money out. I know that's what I did too. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm working hard to pay this off and I'm real close to paying off my first debt. Well, I don't, let's I don't, hope your credit score doesn't go down like mine I don't, did. I don't care. I hope my credit score goes to zero one day because I'm not going to be using credit cards in the future. So when be you buy cash. your house, you're just going to buy it all cash? No. I, I. That is the one thing that is allowed, but it's there's there's caveats to that. You have to have save up 20% of the cost of the house as your down payment, get a 15-year fixed uh, mortgage rate, loan and pay it off as soon as possible pay it off in those 15 years or less damn 20% because when you don't have when you don't have credit cards or loans or debt to pay off you'd be surprised how much you can build that wealth I I think I told you this um, 
What, what we talked last week. What was it that I I said I spend a month just paying off my student loans and and the rest of my debt? Um, was it? It was close to a thousand dollars a month, right? I, I want to say like eighteen hundred or no, no, not quite that much. It oh, was seven hundred. No, it was more than that. I, I, I want to say it was right around a thousand dollars a month. Let's say I didn't have that. Uh, I didn't have that. Uh, that debt to pay off every month, I could pay myself $1,000 a month. In one year, I'd have $12,000 saved up. In two years, I'd be $24,000 saved up. In four years, I'd have $48,000 saved up. If I wanted to buy a $200,000 house, 20% of that would be $40,000. I'd have, In four years, I'd have enough for a down payment on a, on a $200,000 house. Think yeah, about that. And that's just making what I make now. So that my my income I intend for my income to increase over time, and yeah, we did something like that before um, before we had so much debt. Um, we had an account, and Luis would have like X amount of dollars go into that account, and then I started using it. <laughs> yep. See, <sighs> he could have had but, like forty thousand dollars by now. But we, you know, nobody we had nobody really to teach us this sort of stuff growing up. We we were taught like everybody else in America, you need a good credit score to get stuff. You know, you need to finance things. You need to buy stuff with loans. You got you got to you know. It's just it's natural to have a car payment. It's natural to have a house payment. It's natural to have credit card payments. You know, it's just what people consider normal. But it's dumb, and I don't want to be one of those dummies anymore. I'm working to get out of it. I'm going you know, to be one of the weird people who becomes debt-free, builds wealth, and retires a millionaire. I, as Dave Ramsey said, am going to change my family tree. Can you imagine that? Building wealth to where you affect the people who live after you. Yeah. You can change their lives as well. You can turn them, you can change their lives for the better. So I'm wondering, going back to my notes from earlier in the show, is that an actual dream or a fantasy? That is what I call a goal because I'm working on it. It's not a fantasy. I'm not fantasizing about having money to burn or lighting a cigar with a $100 bill. I am working towards a goal. It give, it keeps me something to stay focused on. I see that first debt that I'm working on, I see it decreasing every month when I make a payment towards it. And once that is done out of the way, I will be able to take that money that I was spending on that and add it to the next debt. And I'll be able to pay that one off soon enough. And once that one's paid off, I'll be able to take both amounts and combine it towards the third debt. And I'll be able to pay that you've off. you've convinced me. Yes. That is a true dream, a true goal, because goal, you're Goal, not a dream. When you're dreaming, you're sleeping. This is, this is waking life. It is a goal. Your goal is real, and it's reality. And it's your true goal. What you're doing is not distracting you from ultimately reaching your true goal. There you go. It's not a fantasy. That's right. Now I'm not. I'm. I'm still making mistakes, and I'm trying to correct those mistakes. I well, you be need to out. stop. I. I. I am. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. I, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite and say do this, and while I'm secretly doing going out to eat, I'm telling you up front. I'm not perfect. I'm making mistakes, but it's something I'm working on. And since I've been listening to Dave Ramsey and following his plan. I've been able to save up an emergency fund. God forbid anything happened to my car. I have a certain amount of money that I can help pay towards that if anything happens or, you know, anything else in life. 
Um, like I said, I'm, I'm getting real near paying off that first debt, which will be just a huge relief to have one less thing to worry about every month. Uh, it's not going to change the way my money is spent because that money is still going to go towards the next debt. But I'm it's really close. Like in, in, yeah. in like in three months, I'll I'll have paid off that first debt, and I'm so excited about that. That's uh, a big oh, accomplishment. Oh yeah. gosh, could we have not had one show without that? Cause this is episode fifty. I'm surprised I haven't done fifty of them. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Debt is dumb. Cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has replaced the BMW as the status symbol of choice. That's true. That's Dave Ramsey's saying. Okay. <laughs> He's like a magnet. He. What are you saying? Dave Ramsey's like a magnet. Like people Is this tend about to just the, the, be drawn the, to the him. story I was telling you about my magnetism. Yes. <sighs> You're so mean. Come on. I have buddy. a friend of mine who is moving away. Did you hear what I said? What? I said, come on, buddy. <laughs> You're so fucking mean. <laughs> I told my cousin about this uh this woman I know who uh, uh um, I had a crush I have a crush on. And she told me that she is moving away. She told me the day before. Well, she's moving away this weekend. But she told told me the day before her going away party that she was moving. And it was it was a it was a punch to the gut. Because all this time I had been wanting to ask her out on a date, wanted to tell her that I'm attracted to her. I spent a little time with her one one evening, and uh, as my cousin so <sighs> meanfully implied, she just, while we were hanging out, she just referred to me as Buddy a couple of times, which is a big signal that says, um, I'm not threatened by you or your sexual organs in any way. You're just a buddy <laughs> to me. But, you know, I was holding out hope. And then exactly one week later, she's getting ready to move. Going to California. So I was like, well, that's what I get. I, I wasted an opportunity. I didn't take the chance. But before she goes, I want to let her know how I feel. I'm not expecting her to be like, oh, man, I, I feel the same way. I changed my mind. I'm not moving to California. I want her to go to California. I want her to create a great life for herself. I want her to get the experience she's looking for, uh, You know, pursue the goals that she has for herself, not the fantasies. The goals. There's a difference, right, cuz? There's definitely a difference. And if, if you want me to expand on that, I can. <laughs> Not right now. I'm telling a story. <laughs> so last night at her going away party, I finally got her away from everybody else for a couple of minutes. And I told her how happy I was for her. You know, I think she's going to do great. All, all the stuff that a good friend should say. Because mm-hmm. I'm a good friend, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a great friend. And very selfishly, I admit this is a very selfish move. I told her that I also, for the for the longest time, I've had a huge crush on her. And she was shocked by that. Because I'm terrible at showing my emotions towards someone I'm attracted to. Because I feel like I'm going to scare them away somehow. Or make them feel uncomfortable because... In my twisted 
mind of self-loathing and low self-esteem. I'm just afraid that no one is going to feel the same way about me. So I avoid the situation. But last night I could not avoid. Hey, roll your eyes because can I speak to Dr. Future T, please? Or future Dr. T? That's why my chair is going to be not facing the <laughs> By the way, the the one time I did have like a, a talk therapy or not one, it happened a couple of times. At a talk therapy session, while I'm there asking me these questions and I'm answering them, I'm thinking I sound like, I must sound like the biggest wimp right now. I am just complaining about life. It did me no good. <laughs> I need a real therapist. So anyway, I told her have a big crush on you. I have had a crush on you for a while, and she was <gasps> couldn't believe it. She's like, I I never knew. I said, Well, I'm, I'm probably bad at showing it. She's like, Well, it's probably because you're such a gentleman. I said, no, it's probably because I'm so scared. <laughs> and she thought I meant like I was scared of her, but mm-hmm. which you know she's kind of a she's kind of a tough woman. She takes uh, martial arts classes, really, you know. So she could really kick your ass. I hope. <laughs> but I told her I was like, you know, and I, I know it's very selfish, and I'm not expecting anything to happen. But I just wanted you to know that I really like you. And she was like, oh, thank you. You know, you have a magnetism of yourself. You have a magnetism yourself. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, it's one of those uh, thank you, let's be friends sort of lines. But also, if I had a magnetism, it's not strong enough to attract (laughs) and hang on to something. It is. And so now you're throwing that in my face in front of our two listeners who listen. No, I'm going to get Dr. T on right now. Please. Can I speak to Dr. future Dr. T? Hi. <laughs> doctor, future doctor, excuse me. So what I'm observing when what I'm hearing is that. Be careful what you say because I don't want you to trigger me. You are afraid of yourself and you are your you're your worst enemy. <laughs> I can talk myself out of anything good in life. Yes. <laughs> that is absolutely horrible and you need to stop. <laughs> I, I don't you need want to you let to blame people I want, get to know you. I want and- you to quit blaming my mother. I know that's where this is heading. That's where all psychology leads. No, I'm not. You just. By the way, mom, I'm just way. kidding. I'm making a joke. Psychologist, Freud, all that stuff. It's all. It's it's not your fault, mom. It's mine. For the it, record, it, it is your fault. And you talking to me or mom? <laughs> Both. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, we uh, we tend to. Honestly, that that fantasy thing is true because what does a a relationship or a a partner, girlfriend look what is that? What do you envision that as? What's my fantasy or what's my Not goal? Not your no, what's your goal? What do you envision it as? Um someone who has similar interests, someone who under, can understand the work schedule that I have because it's it can get hectic sometimes. Someone who's creative artistic, intelligent, um, beautiful and sexy. 
some some I, I have to be physically attracted to them as well as emotionally and and you know intellectually attracted to them mm-hmm. um, and I'll I'll be honest I'm a shallow man I think the physical attraction to me is still really important and even it, though it, someone might look at me and think well you're overweight you're not trying very hard but <laughs> <laughs> I am a work in progress go ahead I, what I just hear is like you're you may not be giving yourself the true opportunity, and I think you know that of letting people get to know you and vice versa. You are not giving yourself the chance to really get to know people, and it could be because some of those attractions are blocking are blocking you they're blocking what might really be there or what may not really be there because you're being led by something on the outside yes we all have to have this physical attraction to somebody no but the rest of it has to be there too it does but you can't get to know those i've got to the point no no let me just to fill in a little bit more just so you have more information there was a time when I only went after the people I was physically attracted to and I would I would sweep under the rug those other things that I wasn't attracted to. I'm beyond that now, I think. I think I've evolved a little bit. But, I mean, and when I say physically attracted, it, it does it's not like a standard set of like that magazine cover yeah. beauty. It's yeah. I find all different types of women attractive. You know, I, I'm attracted to tall, thin women. I'm attracted to short, shapely women. It's just, you know, there's... Mm-hmm. Well, then it sounds like maybe you're shutting yourself out before they even get to know you. And there's nothing wrong with just keep going. And if somebody says no, then it's no. How does that make you feel? Um, I don't know, because I hear what you're saying, and you're right, but I don't know why I do that. Why do no, I do that? I don't know why, but I'm going to give that, you what, a, what kind of dog? Can I? I need wait. a refund, and do you validate parking, please? <laughs> so I was talking to someone, and she was telling me that she was talking to some guy she's dating this guy they've gone out a few times on dates i have an issue with dating and going out with somebody and talking to someone when i think of dating i think you are seeing someone and y'all go out together maybe not technically boyfriend and girlfriend but that's your person right now so do you consider it already like a committed relationship to some degree yes like junior high going steady Right. (laughs) Okay, so she's telling me at the beginning of the week that dating is basically discerning marriage. And I was like, whoa. Like a filtering process? Yes. Okay. And I'm like, well, that could be true. But to me also, dating is getting to know someone. That's and how I if, feel about it. If it leads to that, then okay. But if you go into the mentality of, well, I need to figure out if I want to marry this person. 
or is this going to be the person I marry? Or that scares is me. He that date, scares is me he, away. Is he marriage material? And I'm like, whoa. I, I didn't. I wasn't real clear on what exactly she meant, but she referred to the Bible and other things. Okay, so that was at the beginning of the week. Was the other things the Kama Sutra? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know the Kama Sutra? No. Take two seconds to look up Kama Sutra. And while you do that, I'll just say this. Yeah, I messed up. I, part of um, this is so stupid. I know it's stupid, but maybe this is one of those things that just a mental roadblock. I part of the thing is I. It's been so long since I've been on a date. I'm like, oh, I got to Got to get dressed up. Got to clean my car. <laughs> I got to go drive across town to pick them up. Then I got to, I got to find a place to go have dinner or something or find an activity to do. And I just, I am so out of practice that I'm scared to get back into that. And I, I just need, I need a practice. I need a practice date. I think Hmm. I need to be more social. I'm antisocial. Like right now I'm in my room talking to you (laughs) (laughs) no we're talking to all of our listeners that's what we're doing we're talking to all of our listener (laughs) kama sutra a portion of the work consists of practical advice on sexual intercourse am i that's a book that's a book full of different sexual uh, positions oh another friend of mine actually referred that to me (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Let's move on. I was trying to be funny. This is getting gross. The beginning of the week, it was discerning marriage through dating. Yes. By the end of the week, it was, I'm not worried about that guy. I'm talking to somebody else. Well, she's filtering out. (laughs) It's a fast filter. If it works, it doesn't work. She's like, this guy's not marriage material. Obviously, (laughs) I can tell that in three days. That's my thing. That's where I'm going. It's such a short... Like you have to get to know people, but you also have to give them the chance to get to know you and not jump in heart first. Like keep, try to keep the mentality of, you know what? Her response to me on what I had said to her was, um, or maybe it was you, you know, you have too many friends. I don't have too many friends, but I do need to get rid of some. <laughs> By the way, if you hear any grumbling noises in the background, that's my stomach growling. I apologize. Mine too, because it's lunchtime. <laughs> but anyway, it's. I think we have to give people a chance to get to know us and us them. Whether it's to become or make new friends or add friends or whatever, or to become more social. Um, at work, and I, I see people put up these barriers, and when new people come in. They're so standoffish. And I'm like, why? Welcome these people, you know, smile, be friendly. And then you get to know, wait, that lady talks way too much and says really crazy stuff. I'm not going to put her in my circle of my friends. <laughs> That's probably a smart move. Yeah. Unless, unless you're entertained by chaos, in which case you might want to look at yourself. And some people are. But you get you have to get to know these people, and like I said, sometimes that the I feel like 
what you were saying, sometimes the physical attraction or your physical self may be the barrier that you are have to knock down. My Don't physical let it self, bother you. My physical self is not a barrier as much. I mean, it, it's a little bit, but it's not as much as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Because I have grown, and I don't want to sound like an egomaniac, but I've either gotten better looking with age or I've grown to accept the looks that I have. <laughs> because I, I, I don't think that, I don't think in most cases, maybe in some, you know, some people have a type and some people just aren't attractive to, to fat people. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm not necessarily one of those people. Like I said, I've been attracted to to all shapes and sizes of women. But um, it's it's less about my appearance. That doesn't bother me as much as it used to because I'm a little more confident in the way I look, even though I'm, I don't think that I'm a particularly great-looking person. I, I think I'm kind of handsome, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself. I'm certain, I got certain angles, you know? I can strike <laughs> a pose and look good to a woman, I think, and the beard helps. <laughs> The thinning, if, the thinning hair still bothers me, but even then I've accepted that and I'm just going to go Jason Statham once it gets too thin. And uh, so my physical self isn't as much of a uh, of a roadblock for this as much. As, and it's not their physical self either because, like I said, I think I've grown to the point where I'm not going after someone just because they're physically attractive. There are other qualities that I'm attracted to, but... It just happens to be in a physically attractive person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would be curious to because, and I'll okay. use the the person la- the person who's leaving as an example. When I saw her the first time, I was definitely like, "Well, you know, she's she's very pretty, mm-hmm. um, sexy." <laughs> but I, I I was just like, "Okay, so there's there's a pretty sexy woman there." And that was it. I'm like, there's pretty sexy women everywhere. Okay. And not until I started to get to know her better did this attraction start to form. Okay. What? You said that they're, you're attracted to, you know, short, shapely women, tall, shapely women, tall, slender women, whatever. Whatever, whatever the combination. There are certain things that I find physically attractive. Okay. And they're not, Would it and be weird for us to try this, like, experiment or project like for you to to find an ugly woman to ask out on a date i've been rejected by them too that was when i was no when i was living in kansas i there there were some women who if i had introduced them to you you might not have thought that they were particularly physically attractive there was something about them that i found physically attractive but i know my family they might have said what some people in the family might have referred to as tacky. Oh, but okay. that's the thing. S- anyway, yeah. Okay, so Our that's not your experiment. Not, no, my experience, experiment that I'm trying to think would, would, okay, find three different types of women, okay? Find something that you're attracted, attracted to them, not physically, but what three, if they ha- what if they happen to be physically attractive? Let's not count that. If you okay. were blindfolded. Okay. Okay, if, if you could not see, that's the kind of mentality that you may need to go into this with. You cannot see and you just get to know someone without 
the physical attraction. And then when you're ready to take the blindfold off, like that movie, Shallow How. <laughs> Watch that movie. I've seen it. <laughs> okay. And there so, have been some people who compared me to Jack Black. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying find three women. I just shouldn't say an experiment because that's pretty shallow. How? <laughs> <laughs> but go into it maybe with a different mentality of... Let me so blindfold myself. Four women let me, is what you're saying. <laughs> let me. At first, I just, I mean, I'll, I said three, but if you want to do four or five, that's fine. I would like to do four or five women. <laughs> and just see where it goes. Because I feel like that. This sounds like a combination of Shallow How and Jim Carrey it, and Yes Man. Yeah, but I think it will take away that fear that you have. Well, the other concern I have is financial because I'm old fashioned. I would like to pay for these dates, but I'm also trying to get out of debt. And, um, and, 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 and again, this might just be me because I can talk myself out of any good thing. My work schedule. My work schedule is constantly in flux. I, I work long hours. I'm, 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 I'm a bit of a workaholic. Then this might sound bad or harsh. And then, we, then, and then we won't, we'll move on. We might need to end the show. Because. <laughs> yes. Those are excuses. They are. And, I, I and, know. Okay. And in five years, we could be having the same exact conversation. I think we had this conversation five years ago. <laughs> I think we did. Too. And that was the fifth anniversary of the time we had that conversation before. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Put look, the I've blindfold just, I've had, on. I've had bad luck with women in the past. When I pour my heart out and they reject me, it hurts so bad. Because they haven't really... You're going no, in heart first. No, there, no there, were, there were a couple for sure who I had gotten to know me really well and I thought, I thought things were going to work out, but it just, it didn't. Well, thought is like assuming. You know what assuming can do? What? It makes an ass out of you and me. That's assume. Assume. Assuming <laughs> would make an ass out of you and Ming. Poor Ming. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, future Dr. T, for all your help. You want me to experiment with three women and break two of their hearts? I shouldn't have called an experiment. That's bad. Because we're not supposed to be using people. I'm, it's not that we... It's just a, on a smaller scale to try to get to know people. And try to get to know three different women. Well, the other thing too, and this might be another excuse, since I work a lot, and I'm not really a social person, I don't do a lot of stuff outside of work. So that means I would have to experiment on three women I work with, which That's sounds disastrous. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> I don't but know that there's... You said about financing and your general... I mean, your, you know, your expenses and everything. You have to pay for these dates. There's and nothing last wrong I heard, with having last, last tea I heard, or coffee. <laughs> <laughs> last I heard, it cost $100 to go to dinner and a movie. I know that shit was expensive. Hey, <laughs> make her pay for the movie tickets. Say, hey, buddy, you want to go to the movies? You're horrible. 
Anyway, I think I feel like that was a good session. <laughs> Thank you. How much do I owe you? That's on the house. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll let you know what the results are one of these days. Well, if you'll just keep me in, up to date as as these women, <laughs> as you find your targets. <laughs> as my experimental subjects? Yes. Targets? That sounds so violent. I know. I, I don't know why I said targets. <laughs> oh, maybe I should go to Target and meet women there. Oh, how about this? I got the scenario. Tell me what you think of this. So I'm scoping out chicks at the store, okay? Mm-hmm. You with me so far? I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning it. I check their basket to see what kind of, if they have a lot of groceries, probably got a family, right? Yeah. If they got a few things, maybe single, maybe dating, but not married, no family. Pretty much. Uh-huh. Okay. So I take my basket, and I just ram into their basket. I'm like, hey, lady, won't you watch where you're going? Get the conversation started. Probably not that aggressive. Not that aggressive, but like, like I'm not paying attention, and I actually bump into their basket. Like, oh, hey, won't you watch where you're going? Just kidding, you know everything no, okay? Because oh, I see you're buying pasta. That's my favorite food. Except <laughs> I'm on a keto diet right now. You should try these noodles. That's low carb. In fact, if you want, I can come over and we can make them together. Here's Boom. the thing: Instant go to the family. wine. Go to the wine aisle. I don't drink. You don't have to. I just you, said you go want me to, to the pick wine up aisle. A drunk woman? <laughs> no, they're vulnerable. <laughs> We're looking. Well, I'm for glad our escape. session is over because this is horrible <laughs> advice from future Dr. T. I think I'm talking to my cousin right now. This is not future Dr. T, right? And welcome back to the number two <laughs> podcast, where we give not number one advice, but number two: <laughs> go to the wine aisle and pick up your vulnerable women. <laughs> Or men, because they're there. <laughs> I'm not looking for vulnerable men. Thank you. <laughs> not you. All of our listeners. I can hear the announcement over the loudspeaker. Uh, we have a cleanup on aisle seven, a vulnerable woman. <laughs> there, are vul- there are vulnerable women all over this aisle. Please clean it up. And there I go. I go with my cleanup crew to go pick up these vulnerable women. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, because the other thing. Hey, can we get back into the session real fast? Can I speak to Dr. Future, future Dr. T, please? Yes, just a second. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was a combination of hello and hi. <laughs> I love how formal this session is. Hi. <laughs> What's on your mind? Uh, future Dr. T. The other issue is I, I'm a, a male of advancing age. So when I do see there, there aren't as many people who are age appropriate for me who are living uh, a single life. And I, I feel not intimidated. Well, I, I feel a little scared to try and put myself out there to people I just met because it's awkward bringing up the age because they're probably more than likely in their twenties and I am a, a man of 40 years now. And while some people may be attracted to that, that age difference or looking for that, who, who find some sort of youthful exuberance in that, I'm not one of those people. 
I would like to date somebody close to my age so that we can have some sort of relatable conversations about life experiences in the decades that we lived. And when somebody is telling me about the Nicki Minaj song and I don't know what they're talking about, I don't want to think to myself, we have nothing in common. Why am I doing this? This must look ridiculous. They probably think I'm her father. I don't want that. So what do I do? Future Dr. T? Again, what I'm hearing are excuses. I get your concern with the age difference, um, but more so not because you don't want to look like the father and the daughter, weird couple thing going on there. I would be more concerned with is this person telling me the truth about their age? Make sure she's of legal <laughs> age yeah, because okay. then you could be in jail. So That's when I ask them, I, have, scared of. I need to check their ID also. Yes. But again, I feel like we're going back to some physical appearance, some physical attraction. No, 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 no. Cause um, I'm no, we've talked, I've told you about a situation where, yeah, um, she was I'm, like very young. Yeah, no, wait, wait a second. Whoa. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just was saying something. No, no, no. I was telling you about a situation where I, uh, I'm i surrounded by young, attractive women, but I don't see them as such because they're so young. I mean, oh. I, I I can see that they're attractive, but I, I'm not attracted to them. Because, because of their age. Yeah, their age. It's just like, that they're so young that well that's that's your boundaries cuz and that's good so you that's what boundaries. no so i want to clarify that when i meet somebody who you know I, I might want to try and get to know but also i'm just like how old is this person cuz i don't want i don't want to try and make a move on a 20 something year old and there you go you're talking yourself out of it already all right there you go okay you but, know what because First of all, just let it use your natural charm. You're not automatically gonna. I would somebody hope did not tell me. Somebody jump did tell into me. the sack with someone and not know their age. I would I'll think by the time ID. it gets to a point, or early on, I would think, you know, find a way to strike up a conversation, and an easy way to do that. What year did you graduate? <laughs> or in my case, when did you get your GED? <laughs> <laughs> well, no offense, cuz, but when I say what year did you graduate, I hope they're going to tell me what year they graduated from college. Exactly. That would be a good way, too. Kind or of. Or what high school did you go to? I, I live in Austin. <laughs> there, I don't... If they were a local Austinite, I wouldn't know what high school... I don't even know what okay. high school is here in town. Were you... He, hey, are you from the Austin area? There's I'm ways. Not, so, yeah, I went to high school back in Beaumont when high school. Yeah, <laughs> what's up? Or Big you, money, Texas. I feel like there's ways to find out <laughs> what how old a person is. If not, you can always go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's not a good idea because uh, the HR lady is pretty attractive too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. But um, you made me forget what I was going to say. 
Oh, oh, I know, I know. You said use my natural charm, which I, I did. I don't know that I have any. It's it's different once I get to know somebody, but then I become I become such a, a fool, a clown. I make people laugh that that they they lose that. I feel like they lose that sexual interest. It's like, oh, he's the funny guy, not he's the. Okay, then find the balance. <sighs> Let them but, see a, a solid, sincere, uh, confident side. And that you're able to be that funny guy. I don't. You're speaking a foreign language to me now. <laughs> but I was going to say, someone did tell me that I, that they were surprised that I thought of myself as so shy because they thought I was really charismatic. Because we're our worst enemies. We ourselves are our worst enemies, our worst critics, and it's not the people and it's not the young girls it's not the work it's not being antisocial it's us I'm very antisocial I don't like to do anything well how are you going to meet our three contestants (laughs) (laughs) so they're not experimental subjects anymore they're not contestants in the game of life (laughs) the game of Tello's dating life well oh hey I think we have I think we have we have a, a a song for our new game show. And contestant number one. <laughs> I, I know that I said that in a joking way, and I shouldn't say contestants. I shouldn't say targets. <laughs> I should not say prospects. Experimental subjects. Experimental sub. Yeah, none of that. I just... There are women your age, older than you. Are Whoa, that, hey, slow it down there. <laughs> that fit the age group or category. I think that, that they're out there. And I think that they want men or people. Because I've even had bad luck on uh, internet dating, the, the apps and stuff like that. One day, one of these days, I want you to help me set up a dating profile. Because okay. my dating my dating profile might not be up to snuff. We we need to do that on episode fifty one. I'm writing it down. No, I don't believe you. We've been talking about this for months. I know, but it's happening. I got my pad out and my pen. Ep fifty one. That's gonna be our main focus. <laughs> you you look so Doctor T right now. I am. I don't play around with this shit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but anyway, I I do think um, we need to come to a close of this podcast. So we're still not talking about the article that we've been trying to talk about for the last four shows, three That's, or four shows? We're adding that to episode 51 because we're All over right. tw- I'm two sorry. hours. You're right. This is my fault because I didn't know that it was going to turn into a future Dr. T in the man session. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm referencing an old Richard Gere movie called Dr. T and the Women. Is that oh, a hey, real thing? That was a movie. Uh-huh. I never saw it. Who cares? But we got the title of this episode, Future Dr. T and the Man. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I'm sorry for ruining the show with my uh, uh, my mental illness, <laughs> my insecurities. Uh, any woman who listens to this show will so be attracted to the confidence that I exude. I'm sure I'll be getting requests right and left for dates. And if you want to send your request to me, Hit me up, num2pod at gmail.com. That's N-U-M-T-W-O-P 
pod at gmail.com. Or if you are a little bit uh, more fancy and uh, hip and uh, all that uh, social media stuff, you can find us num2pod, excuse me, at num2pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Although I hardly use Facebook, but I'll find you on Instagram and Twitter if you hit us up. And if you want to support the show, go to campfirepod.com slash merch and pick up a shirt. It'll take you to Amazon. And if you buy anything else on Amazon, we might make a small profit and no extra charge to you. That's campfirepod.com slash merch. C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D.com slash merch. Any last words, No, I loved it. Great. This is going to be the worst episode. <laughs> well, we can't. I mean, it's number 50. We got to go out with a bang. Well, I'm working on that. <laughs> Come on, cuz. Episode 50. By now, you're bound to have written some lyrics. It's he keep time on dialing Nikki like the Prince song. <laughs> I do not own the rights to that. I'm a smoker, I'm a joker, I'm a midnight choker. Goodbye, horses, I'm dying over you. Goodbye, horses. What was the other song I sang? I didn't sing I that one. I don't know, now you've ruined it for me. Goodbye to number two podcast where I spill my insecurities all over so we can poke fun and try and heal my lame brain but I'm not sure I can build the confidence I need to start the life of my goals they're still fantasy but the future Dr. T is here to help you and me so let's take some advice and break the hearts of experimental subjects or targets or contestants that are gonna be a part of Tello's dating life game show. Just kidding, I'm gonna win at this game of life cause I'm gonna break the rules and lie to myself and tell me I'm cool, I'm handsome, I'm gonna slay this shit. Cause I'm the man talking to future Dr. T. What else do we talk about this show? Um, your mom's iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.